This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us now with your home improvement question. Call us now with your do-it-yourself dilemma. We're here to help you get the jobs done. Call us now if you're worried about high energy bills this winter because now is the time to tackle those home improvement projects that can help you cut those bills down. We're going to talk about that this hour starting with duct tape. Why would duct tape have anything to do with my energy bills, Tom? Well, because you're going to wrap it around yourself for warmth. <laughs> I don't know that it has that kind of insulating <laughs> qualities, Leslie. But duct tape, despite its name, actually is not designed for ducks and will not help you save energy if you wrap it around your ducks, around the duck joints. We're going to tell you what it actually is designed for, and most importantly, what you need to do to keep those ducks from leaking in just a bit. And we're also going to have all the details on another type of energy-saving idea, Energy Star Glass. And if you're shopping for new doors or windows, or if you're even looking at a new home for yourselves or a brand new home individually, you're going to want to make sure that this type of glass is used. It can save up to 40% on your energy bills, and we're going to tell you how to know if the glass in that house or your house or those new windows are energy star glass rated plus we're going to have details on an easy way to change the ambiance of any room with a simple switch in lighting and this hour we're giving away a container gardening prize pack it's from our friends at stay green it's the perfect autumn gift so pick up the phone right now and give us a call it's worth 25 bucks going out to one caller that reaches us this hour at 1-888-MONEYPIT 888-666-3974 and you must have a home improvement question because that's what the show is all about (laughs) leslie let's get to those calls who's first Genevieve in Connecticut needs some help with energy savings by using a programmable thermostat. How can we help you with this adventure? I uh, am concerned about winter coming. I spent a lot of money on oil last year, and I was wondering if a programmable thermostat would help me. Absolutely. A programmable thermostat, a clock setback thermostat, can save knock about 10% off of your heating bill. Very good. So it's a very good thing to do. Excellent. I'm trying to, uh, you know, block all the holes in the windows, and I have to get some insulation done down the cellar. You know what you might want to do, Genevieve? Contact your utility company and ask them about doing an energy audit for you. Many of the companies do them for free, and this way you'll know exactly where the leakiest, most energy-efficient places are in your house. And then you'll know how to fix them. Yeah, you can attack those one at a time. Very good. All right, Genevieve, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Perry in Florida has some stinky cold water. Tell us what's going on with it. I got a house that's less than a year old. Um, every time I turn on my cold water, it just I get a, a terrible odor that's coming out of the sink for about five seconds, and it hmm. seems to go away. It's like a sulfury, just mm-hmm. like a rotten egg smell. Correct. Yeah. Are you on well water or city water? City water. Hmm. 
And does it happen only sort of like uh, when the water's been sitting overnight or pretty much any time? Uh, it's pretty much all the time. Because I think that that would tend to happen when the water is sitting in the pipes for a while. And that if you're using it day to day, you know, you're washing dishes and you turn the water off, you turn it back on again. It's not likely to, to continue. Um, the solution in both cases, though, is to put in a charcoal filtration system. Now, you can put this either at the main water valve or you could ha put it at the tap. And I'm not talking about the little tiny ones that sort of screw the end of the tap. It's a bigger system that fits sort of under the sink cabinet and holds about a gallon of charcoal and does a good job of cleaning all the water. Um, the thing is, though, you have to remember to change the charcoal uh, when the manufacturer recommends you do that. Otherwise, it can become unsafe. Okay. Would, would there be any reason why I wouldn't do it with the hot water? Is it because it's going through the hot water here? Is Correct. It's causing the smell? Correct. Yep. Gotcha. When you're heating it, it's changing the dynamic of the water. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Fall is upon us, and we can help you get ready to save energy dollars and tackle all of those autumnly maintenance projects around your house. So give us a call and ask us your question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, how would you like to change the look and ambience of your favorite room for 5 bucks? and 15 minutes of your time. Can you do it? I bet you can. We're going to tell you how to switch to a great new look next. On the Money Pit Radio Show. Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools. Pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. One caller who gets on the air this hour and asks us their home improvement question could win a pretty great prize. We're giving away a container gardening prize pack from our friends over at Stay Green. And the winner is going to get everything that they need to have a year-round garden indoors or out, including Moisture Max potting mix, Stay Green all-purpose plant food, and a garden-safe insect killer and just because it's autumn doesn't mean that your front porch can't look adorable there's a lot of beautiful autumnal flowers that you can plant in there so pick up the phone and give us a call for your chance to win at 1-888-MONEYPIT 888-666-3974 now let's talk about a different place in your house to decorate the inside how would you like to know a quick trick to improve the look and the feel of your room. Have you hey, looked at Hey, can I your... use it on my TV jobs? You can. I'll take you it. Can. You'll, you can. You'll steal it from me? I'm totally going to steal your ideas. Don't you know I do that primarily, Well, that's, 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 <laughs> that's what makes us a good team. We, we share sort of community ideas. Well, this one has to do with lighting, and it depends on the kind of mood you'd like to create. If you want to create more ambiance in your dining room or a way to turn down the lights in your media room, you should consider dimmers. Dimmers are a very simple, inexpensive way to add depth and mood to any room. There are many options from toggles to slides, and it really is a do-it-yourself project. And if you're thinking to yourself, I can't do this myself, one of the manufacturers, Lutron, who, if I recall correctly, they actually invented the dimmer many, many moons ago. 
they actually have a number on the outside of their package that I learned about recently where they have a sort of a tech support. Will they talk you through? And they'll talk you through That's replacing fantastic. a switch with a dimmer. So it is a job you can do yourself. And, and obviously, we don't want you to tackle electrical projects uh, unless you're, you're not really comfortable. comfortable. Right. But if you can turn the power off and if you think you can replace wire for wire and need a little help, you can call that tech support number. It really is a, a good project that can really change the look and the feel of your room without spending a whole lot of money. About five bucks for the dimmer, about 15 minutes of your time, and you'll be uh, looking pretty. And they're perfect in the bathroom, in the kitchen, in the dining area. They really do make for wonderful usage of a space in ways that you never, ever thought about before. 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? Heading over to New York to chat with Dan about a boiler. What can we do for you today? Hi, how are you? Good, and you? Well, not too good. I, I need a new boiler. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> and right now I have oil heat, mm-hmm. but I have a propane hot water heater. Okay. And I was thinking this, since I'm going to change over anyhow, should I go totally to propane? And I was wondering what your opinion might be, you know, with the cost of oil, um, whether it's whether I should go completely to propane or is there some site I can go to to compare is, prices? Between is oil natural and gas not an option for you, Dan? No. It's not in the area, no. Hmm. You're sure about that? Nothing's changed, huh? Yeah, I called the uh, local gas company, and they they said there's no lines in that area. All right. Well, you know, I think that oil and propane are going to be comparably comparably priced. Um, The good news about the fact that you need a boiler is that they've never been more efficient, and you'll be able to purchase one now that's, like, super efficient and use Mm -hmm. a lot less oil. But I'm not sure that would be a good idea to put all of your apples in the propane basket if you have an option. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your opinion. All right, Dan. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Virginia in Michigan's got a leaky roof. Tell us about the problem. In 1994, I had a new roof put on. Okay. And we had a really bad storm, and my roof leaked. But they can't seem to find anything that was wrong with it. So it only leaked this one time, and you've never had a problem with it before? No. It's probably wind-driven rain that came uh, you know, on some angle and pushed up under some portion of the roof and into the house. Oh. Uh, where, did it, where did it show up in the house? In my bedroom. Your bedroom. Hmm. Well, i got to tell you, I would, I would tend to maybe want to live with it a little bit, maybe through the next couple of rainstorms to see if it happens again. If uh-huh. it does... Um, I can tell you the most common places that roofs leak would be around intersections. So where two roofs come together or where the roof intersects a wall. Or, or where you where, have a protrusion like a chimney or a vent pipe. Exactly. I would, those are all the, the usual suspects, Virginia. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? Heading over to Minnesota to chat with Jim. What could we do for you today? I enjoy your show very much. Thank uh, you. Last winter, I fixed my basement up, and under cold, I had to put an egret window in. Yep. Okay. Well, this spring, the egret window filled up with water. Ah. And it didn't come through the window, though, but it went all the way down and came up through the, uh, the floor. Yeah, I bet. Pro- kind of looks like a fish tank, right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it was a shock when I came down. I put brand new carpet and everything else down in there. Ah. Well, anyway, well, I got it correct. I went and I'll put a plastic dome on top of it. Okay. So that took care of that. Well, now my problem is when I go to open my window, crank it out, the, uh, the dome holds it in. Right. So I, in case of emergency, I wouldn't be able to get out of it. Yeah, good point. Um, listen, you can have that window not leak, usually if the drainage is set right around the outside, Jim. So did you take a look at your gutter systems? Did you take a look at your grating? Are you moving the water away from the wall? Because it's not just the water that comes like straight down into the uh, window well. It's usually water that soaks in from the surrounding area. 
Uh-huh. Well, where the window is, there's no ease there because it's the, you know, the straight up and down side of the house. Right. So I didn't, there's no ease then. You can, so there's, there's no, no gutters anywhere near there? No. Okay. And the soil, does it slope away? Yes, it does, uh-huh. All right. Well, the other thing that you could do, and it's a big job, but if you want to um, remove that window well, you could put a drain in the bottom of it. You could use uh, PVC pipes, and you could cook up a drain and run it around the house, hopefully to a lower side where you can let the water out. Sometimes you have to drain those wells. Okay. Uh, I was hoping it would be an easier way to fix it. No, you see what happens, Jim. When you call us, we make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sure is a nice pleasure to talk to you people. Though. Same here, Jim. Hey, Thanks Jim. so much for... Very much. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. It's so funny. A neighbor of mine did the same project, and he refuses to listen to me about moving the water away from that. Right. And he's just got a blue tarp over it. I'm like, you spend all this time and energy, you sprucing up the basement, and you, you do this final thing. Now you've got this tent fixture on the other side. Sooner or later, sooner or later, <laughs> get around, come around to it. Elaine in Alabama, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Uh, I have a question. I had a leaky roof uh, next to the. I was leaking next to the wall of the house, outside wall, uh, and the ceiling is uh, marred and discolored. I know what to do about that, but I've, my question is, what can I do about the wallpaper where the water ran down the wall? Well, has the leak been fixed? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and the wallpaper is now water damaged? Uh, it's got that orangey, dirty water looking. Yeah, on it. you know that's what's happened is you've actually had a sort of a chemical reaction between the paper and the water that leaked through, and unfortunately that's not something that you can reverse. So this is a situation where you'd have to actually replace that wallpaper. Okay. Is that a possibility? I, I guess so. If I have to. Yeah. It's only that, a small amount above a sliding glass mm -hmm. door. Yeah, I mean you could try to clean it with a little bit of TSP, very very gently. But I'd also be concerned about that same cleaning solution, taking the color out of the wallpaper. Mm -hmm. It might fade it out. Okay. All right, I'll try that before I redo the wallpaper. All right, Elaine. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Leslie, who's next? Bill in Utah needs some help cleaning some shingles. What can we do for you? What's on them? Well, here's my deal. I've got a, uh, a home that I took the swamp cooler off the roof, made the switch to central air, and I put in a an attic fan up there. Okay. But over the over the years when I had the swamp cooler, um, I had some water run off and I had some I've got some a, a wet streak running down my brown asphalt shingles. Mhm. Mm and I'm just wondering is there anything I can do I to get rid of that stain on my roof? Uh, two things, you could try a product called Jomax, J O M A X. It's a, it's a cleaner that works very, very well on roofs. It's available at hardware stores. It's made by the uh, folks at uh, Zinzer, and it's a concentrate, and you mix it up. Okay. And um, is the stain more from the water or from rust? Uh, it's water, hard water. Well, then I think the Jomax will work perfectly fine for that. Okay. All right. Well, I'll get you guys. All right, Bill. Well, good luck with that project. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Those swamp coolers are so popular in Utah. They're actually perfect for that climate. But when we filmed there with Wally, we were out. Uh -huh. Every house we were in had a swamp cooler. Yeah, but I forgot to mention to Bill that putting in the attic fan, not with such a good idea. With the central air? Yeah, bad idea. Not a good combination. Yeah, they actually, Bill, if you're still listening, they actually suck the air-conditioned air out of your house, not just your attic. And so out of your ventilation. A better solution might be to put in a ridge vent and soffit vents. But uh, attic fans, not so much if you have central air. Now it's time to help David in New Jersey get up on the roof. What can we do for you? Well, thank you. This is, you have a great program, and I wonder if you could help me. I have a 20-year-old house with 
uh, hand-split cedar shake roof that I wanted to clean because it has some algae and dirt. Okay. And I get mixed, mixed opinions. Some say clean it, power wash it, and then uh, stain it. Others say do nothing because walking on it, power washing it, may do more harm than good. So, David, are you concerned about the color, you know, the moss or whatever that's on there right now? Uh, you don't like the look of it? The color's fine. It got dark. That doesn't bother me. I'm just worried that the perhaps the algae, a uh, little bit of film of algae buildup might do harm. Uh, but everything's fine. The roof is solid and, and doing well. But um, uh, the painter who is, wants to also paint the siding or spray it, I wasn't sure about that, but... Uh, I find nothing that I need to do to the roof except worry that the algae might do harm over time. And I called up the Cedar Association, and they say, you could do more harm than good. Uh, and, you know, so I got mixed feelings about... Well, I agree, and I don't think it's necessary for you to certainly to put any kind of stain on there. I mm -hmm. think that it's You'll actually... You never put anything on cedar shake when it's exactly. on the roof. Exactly. Now, a lot of times folks don't like the look of the algae, and if that's the case, you can clean it. But uh, when you clean it, I like to see you clean it by hand and not by hitting it with a real aggressive power washer unless you kind of back off on the pressure. Cedar is designed to last a long time, and the reason it wears out is when it gets too wet and the surface actually starts to degrade. So if you get up there and you're really aggressive with it, then you can cause some damage. But if you're worried about the algae causing something, I wouldn't. As long as it's not unpleasant to look at, you're okay. I will give you one trick of the trade, though, that will stop it from, uh, from growing some of that algae, some of that moss, and that is you can add a piece of copper flashing along the ridge, along the peak, and yeah. what happens is when it rains... Or even nickel or nickel, the water will hit that flashing and it will release some of the metal into the water. That acts as a natural algicide and keeps the roof clean. Thank you. You're welcome, David. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Up next, let's talk about duct work. You know, tightly sealed duct work is important to your indoor air quality and your energy efficiency. But too many of us often use duct tape to seal up those ducts. It's a bad idea. We're going to tell you why not to use duct tape and what you should use next. The Money Pit is brought to you by Ream Water Heaters. For dependable, energy-efficient tank and tankless water heaters, you can trust Ream. Learn more at SmarterHotWater.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And going on right now, the My Home, My Money Pit Home Improvement Adventure Game and Sweepstakes. We've taken our advice and put it into a fun and pretty informative book called My Home, My Money Pit, your guide to every home improvement adventure. And to celebrate, we're giving away cash. Lots of it, 5000 bucks, and lots of fun home improvement products with our very first ever home improvement game online right now at moneypit.com. All right, if that sounds exciting to you, and it should because we've got great prizes, 
All you need to do to enter is go over to MoneyPit.com and then go on a tour of our interactive Money Pit, which is a home that's just like yours that you love that could use a little TLC. And you go room by room and then you answer some easy home improvement questions that are all about that room. And if you get them right, you will be qualified to enter the sweepstakes and you could have a chance to win our $5,000 cash grand prize. You can get a lot of home improvement projects done with that money. And there's dozens of other prizes, including the Easy Water Water Softening systems worth almost 1300 bucks each. We're also giving away two lifetime sheds, a good place to stuff away all of the lawn furniture and, and things that you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with right now for the winter. Also a lifetime trailer to help you haul around those home improvement projects worth more than 1500 bucks and 100 packages of monkey hooks yeah. all going out to the winners of the My Home, My Money Pit home improvement adventure game and sweepstakes. Now, if you want to be one of our big winners, you have to be in the contest to actually win so go to moneypit.com today check out the my home my money pit home improvement adventure game and sweepstakes now you will learn something and if you're reading the book page by page right now you will absolutely know all of those answers and if you don't know the answer (laughs) we'll give you the answer (laughs) 888-666-3974 leslie who's next doug in washington needs help installing a second bathroom or maybe a third hey doug what's going on Hi, I'm actually installing a bathroom in the garage that I've converted for my home office. Okay. Oh, perfect. And, yeah, it's a concrete slab and putting in a shower, a uh, a toilet, and a tub. And actually, from the way that it's going to lay you out... You plan to stay there a long time, don't you, Doug? <laughs> in that office? Not sure, but I, <laughs> but I do want there to be a bathroom over here. Okay. So the question is, I've never cut through a concrete floor, and I think the slab is probably 25 years old or mm-hmm. more. At what should I do to tackle that, or is that a job that I should hire out instead? Well, it's a big it's a big job, especially if it's the first time you've ever done it. This whole thing is a pretty complicated plumbing job. Um, the first question is, where's the waste pipe, and are you above it? Yes, I've already located the sewer line, and it's not difficult to tap into that. The big chore I'm going to have is getting through the concrete. Well, what you would do in that situation, Doug, is you may go to a a rental center and you could uh, rent the saw that is used to cut concrete. And essentially, it's a it's a saw that has an abrasive blade on it. You you sort of kerf the concrete uh, in this around the hole, and then you might use a jackhammer to break it out. So you sort of score the perimeter. Sort of score it pretty deep all the way around, and that's why you get a really clean clean square cut. You know, similar to notching like a 4 by 4 post or a 6 by 6 where you sort of create the perimeter and then sort mm-hmm. of notch in the middle, would you do that the same way with the concrete? I would just cut the four corners of the place I wanted to take it out so I have a nice square, and then I would jackhammer out the middle. And this is the way to do it without disturbing the rest of the floor. And then, of course, after it's all done, you're going to have to you know, pour a patch in there. Okay, very good. All right, listen, if, if, you know, if you feel like it's too much for you, you know, you wouldn't be admitting defeat if you hired a plumber just to rough this in for you. And okay. then you could concentrate on all the stuff that's above the floor, but have the plumber just rough in the drain. They could probably get it done in a quarter of the time. Very good. Okay, well, thank you very much for taking my call. You're welcome, Doug. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, it's leaky wallet season, Leslie. It's about that time of year when we start to spend a lot of money on uh, energy, on the heating bills, on the gas bills, the oil bills, the electric bills. And, you know, a lot of that money leaks out through leaky ductwork. If you have tight ductwork in your house, it actually keeps contaminants from entering your home and it stops the energy from leaking out. 
from all that hot air you're generating. But despite its name, duct tape is actually the wrong material to use. You know, the glue that's on duct tape, the typical duct tape that we use for all sorts of things around our house, it shouldn't be used in ducts because that glue actually dries out. The right tape to use is a product called UL181 tape. That's a special UL certification for this tape. It kind of looks a little bit like duct tape, but it's more of a sort of a silver foil and you peel off the back of it and you um, apply it to the ducts, you sort of rub it down so it sticks really, really well. And that adhesive will not dry out when the ducts get warm. And that actually can stop all of that energy from, from leaking out because when you fill up those ducts with the warm air from the furnace, it gets pressurized. And if the, the joints are leaking, all of that heat leaks out where it shouldn't. And that means it's going to cost you more money to heat your house. So that's the way to uh, keep those ducts in a row in more, more, than, in more ways than one. And you know what's really great about the actual tape that you're supposed to use for duct work is that as you adhere it, because it's so pliable in its way that it's almost exactly like foil, you can really get an excellent seal around all of those joined areas so you'll really do a wonderful job creating a super energy efficient seal and as long as we're on the topic of energy efficiency which is always on everybody's mind come this autumn fall winter season approaching upon us we want to talk about if you're getting ready to shop for new windows doors or skylights this season or this is the goldilocks season everybody thinks about doing home improvement projects and then dives in head first there's one label that you need to be checking out when you're looking for big energy saving ideas we're we're going to tell you what that is and what to keep your eyes peeled for when you hit the stores. You're, You're listening, listening to Extreme, Extreme How to Radio. The Money Pit is being brought to you by Guardian Home Standby Generators, America's choice in power outage protection. Learn more at guardiangenerators.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. One caller we talked to on the air this hour is going to win the Container Gardening Prize Pack from Stay Green. The winner gets pretty much everything you need to have a year-round garden indoors, including Moisture Max Potting Mix, which I really like because... It actually has these moisture-absorbing crystals inside of it, so you can't really overwater or underwater your plants. It kind of stays steady the whole time. It's also got, uh, in this package, some all-purpose plant food and the Garden Safe Insect Killer, basically everything you need to maintain your container garden year-round. To win it, you got to pick up the phone and call us right now with your home improvement question at 1-888-MONEYPIT. All right, now it's autumn. You might be working on your indoor container gardens, you know, which I have. I have got a couple of potted plants around the house, and I actually do use that Moisture Max potting mix because I tend to forget to water the plants. I know it's terrible. I try very hard to do my best to maintain them. And it really does help draw out the life, especially the ones that I keep by the windows. Now, our home is older, so some of the windows haven't been updated, and I find that the older windows, you know, the sun just beats in, and it really dries out that plant. Now, if you're thinking about energy efficiency and keeping the sun Sunlight from coming in through older windows and you happen to be in the market for new windows, new doors, new skylights and energy efficiency is a big concern and it should be for you because you are about to enter the winter season where your wallet is going to be hit hard due to energy costs. So if you're looking for new efficiencies, new windows, new doors, etc., anything with glass, you want to make sure you keep your eyes peeled for the Energy Star label, which means that you can see up to a 40% increase in energy efficiency when compared to standard glass in any 
of these applications. And Energy Star Glass also has a special coating on it called Low E, which prevents heat loss in the winter, which really gives you greater energy savings. It sort of pushes that heat away in the summertime and helps keep it indoors in the winter. So it really does the right thing for the right time of year. Call us right now with your energy saving question. You want some help preventing leaky wallet disease, which is what happens when you start paying for all that expensive oil, gas, and electric that heats your house. We can help you out. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Going to talk to Gino in New Jersey about keeping the water out of the house and keeping the inside nice and dry. What's going on at your Money Pit? Well, we've got a couple of holes in the, in the walls of our family room, and when it rains hard, we get uh, drainage in there. How do these holes get there, Gino? Don't know. Don't, <laughs> I, I, I think animals uh, munch their way through. Oh, okay. And what I, what I did, I put some foam there, some of that expanding mm-hmm. foam. Right. And that seemed to work okay, except I see water seeping in again, mm-hmm. and I see little chips, little yellow chips. So either the chipmunk or whatever it is is munching away on it, but... I'm wondering, what's, what's the best way to put a fix on these two? Right, well, first of all, what kind of siding do you have? Well, gee, the, the siding is, is concrete. You know? So the holes are in the concrete? Yeah. All right. Then the foam that you put in there is fine, but what you'll find is that that foam does not hold up to the, to the sun's ultraviolet rays, so it breaks down. So what you really need here is to use an epoxy patching compound. It's a cement patching material that has epoxy in it that adheres very, very well. If they're deep holes, it's okay to use the expandable foam to kind of take up some of the space in that hole. And then but coat the, over it. Right, but the top coat should be uh, an epoxy compound, an epoxy patching compound. Very good. Appreciate your comments here. You're welcome, Gino. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Beth and George is up next, and she's got a floor issue. What's happening? Well, uh, my husband and I just moved into a new house, and we have linoleum floors in the kitchen. And we noticed a tear in a pretty high traffic area, and we'd like to figure out how to repair it that it'll hold until we can decide what kind of new floors we want to get. Yeah, you know, fixing tears in linoleum is, is, is tough. There are glues that are available at flooring stores for this, but usually what happens is a little piece of the of the linoleum sticks up higher than the piece next to it, and then you catch it with your feet or with furniture and things like that. And if you cut it out, even if you have a perfect repair, and I've seen professional linoleum repairs where they're absolutely letter perfect, but still you end up having that seam that collects dirt in the seam. So I guess the question here is, Beth, is how long do you are you fixing to get by this with this linoleum being torn? I'd say at least six months. I don't see us changing the floors and you know in a new house in the first six months. Is it is a throw rug an option? Uh, could be. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could um, we could put a throw rug. We do have a dog who's pretty active and likes to slide around the floor. That's kind of an issue. Oh, so he could easily cut his paw. So is there some? Are there some glues that could hold it down so that if we wanted to put a throw rug over it or something that could um, hold that piece down? Yeah, Beth. It's called repair adhesive, and it's available at most hardware stores. The secret to making this work, though, is to first of all clean the surface as best you can, work the adhesive under the entire space, and then wait it for about 24 hours as it's drying. So it really holds that seam as flat as absolutely possible. And then once it's dry, you know, if you want to add a throw rug over it just to keep the direct traffic off of it, with all of those things that you're doing, you should be able to buy yourself that six months you need to pick to uh, to get to putting that new floor down. Okay? And then get one of those anti-skid mats so that your dog doesn't come flying in and skid across that rug. 
Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. I love the show. You're welcome, Beth. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. You are listening to the Money Pit. When we come back, we're going to jump into our email bag where we've got Brenda, who's wondering how she can turn lemons into lemonade with this very tough real estate market and a house she really wants to sell quick. When we come back, we'll talk about the updates you can make to help move your home in this market. Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatru, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Choose the brand more building professionals prefer and add up to $24,000 to the perceived value of your home. For more information, visit Thermatru.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And coming up this week on my column on AOL.com, we're going to talk about survival strategies for big changes. If you're planning some big home improvements, maybe uh, you're not selling your house, you're staying put, and you're going to add a kitchen, uh, you're going to redo your bathroom, you're going to redo your basement, trying to make some of those big improvements. You know, there are ways to go about this that will assure you success. That's what we're going to talk about at moneypit.aol.com. You can Check out the column right there, right now. And you can always snoop around on the internet and head on over to moneypit.com and search everything that Tom and I have ever written, search by topic. You can even listen to past episodes of the Money Pit, find that exact topic you're just yearning to learn about and listen to that and learn a new thing and get started on your home improvement projects. And if you're at a loss of where to begin or just need some advice, click on the Ask Tom and Leslie icon and you can email us your question like folks do all the time. We get tons and tons of letters via email and we're jumping into that email pile right now we've got one here from brenda in pickering ontario one of our friends from the north and she writes help we found our dream home and need to sell our house quickly our current home has some downsides which i thought we priced accordingly regardless of the price people want an updated kitchen bathroom etc what are the cheapest fixes for updating kitchens and bathrooms cabinets and flooring help we need to sell so everyone that apparently is looking at Brenda's house wants everything new. Well, I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, you know, you're not going to be able to get new everything. I wonder who's giving her this advice. I bet you it's the real estate agent trying to uh, convince her to put a lot of money into the house. Which um, makes I'm, no sense if you're trying to sell it. No, no. I mean, there are things that you can do and there's things that you shouldn't do. Now, when it comes to kitchens and baths, yes, you get great returns on investment. That doesn't mean 100%, though, Brenda. It means somewhere in the 70 to 80% range mm-hmm. for ROI. And it's not something that you want to rush into either. You don't want to make a rash decision and just buy what's affordable. I mean, and any good work is going to take a long amount of time to accomplish. Yeah, exactly. So it, maybe instead of replacing the kitchen cabinets, you, you paint the kitchen cabinets. And maybe you replace the countertop because they often get pretty beat up. Maybe you look at painting. Maybe you look at new flooring that can be inexpensive. Maybe you should think about some lighting. That works for the kitchens and the bathrooms. Change the faucets out to water-sense rated faucets. Maybe make a green inventory of your house that lists all the energy-efficient features of your house. These are things that you can do that are easy, that are actionable, that are not going to cost you a lot of money and will make your house show 
better. I don't think you have to get too crazy about doing everything new, 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 because you're not going to get a return on investment. Even in the best markets, you don't get a No, ROI. and Brenda, I think what you should think about doing is sort of neutralizing the entire home. Put a fresh cone of paint in a nice neutral color like a beige or a white or an off-white and really get rid of the clutter. Move some of your personal items out if you can into storage, your friend's house, the garage, just to sort of enable this potential buyer to really see what their belongings could look like in your home because people get stuck a lot of times when they see your things and your items set up in a certain way. They can't envision their own stuff in the house and that sort of blocks them right there. So if you can just freshen up, clean up, tidy up, and if you can't paint the cabinets, maybe they're solid wood, just give them a good cleaning. You would be surprised how much a little elbow grease really changes the look of a space. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. And if you could use 5000 bucks to help out with your home improvement projects around the house, head on over to MoneyPit.com and play the My Home, My Money Pit Home Improvement Adventure Game and Sweepstakes going on right now. You can win hundreds of additional prizes, and the grand prize is 5000 bucks, with which I think you could probably get a lot of stuff done. <laughs> a lot of home improvement projects. Or maybe just take a vacation. That's all we have <laughs> this hour. The show continues online at MoneyPit.com right now. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. 